This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Pia and I just had the funnest time talking about (laughs) how much we don't like children in restaurants. Hate it. Hate it, but the details we will keep to ourselves because we got a little savage. But we are on the same page there. Um, I don't know which one to start with today, Beverly Hills or Miami, because I felt like they both were kind of fun. Should we do Beverly Hills first? This is your your show, and I'm just here for the ride. Damn it. I can't decide. Okay, we'll do... (laughs) Do Beverly Hills. Yeah, we'll do Beverly Hills first because I want to get more into Kiki. Okay. Oh, yeah. I had so many thoughts on that. So many thoughts. So many thoughts. This was, this, on on Beverly Hills, this was just on the previously. They just did, they just played again when Erica read the article about the earrings. And I, I just find it very funny how she, she does, she read it like she was revealing something so major. Yeah. The district court reverses the bankruptcy court's turnover order. Everyone's like, yeah, okay. It's, it's not feel- what you think it is. God, Erica, we're trying really, really hard to just ignore that you still don't understand. We are, everyone is trying so hard and you don't even know, like, you think that we're the problem. Yes, you're you're the the problem. problem. And we want to ignore it because you've been so fun up until this point and I don't want to go backward. And I do not the, want to go back at there. this point. It's it actually is starting to freak me out because you really, really didn't get it, and you really it's it, I st- I think everyone is kind of just pretending they don't feel like Erica had an an idea that yeah. something was off. We're they're yeah. definitely just just pretending and living in that. But Erica's yeah. like, see, the court of law tells you that I'm innocent. It's like, okay, well. That, that, that is, doesn't really that change everything you think it does. It doesn't. The court of law said OJ didn't kill those people, <laughs> and we know he did. So, so that's not – that's not – no. Yeah. No. And that's, then when they show that flashback, too, of last season in Aspen when she when she's like yelling about how – when she's yelling at oh, Crystal, yeah. there's oh. a way for them to be whole, and that is in a court of law. Said God. like a true bitch who knows how to fuck with the courts. Yeah. It's I actually the the flashbacks of Aspen, I was like, yep. see, that's I don't want to remember that Erica, because mm-hmm. it was very, very bad, dark. I mm-hmm. I am enjoying Erica now. Please. I am I'm mm-hmm. actively also pretending like <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sutton has a whole emotional monologue about the significance of spreading Mercer's ashes. And I don't mean this in any way to sound like she was performing, but it was mm-hmm. an amazing performance, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was great. She had – I was there. I was, like, in her world. She yeah. just – she said – she the way she, like – because her accent, you know, when she's mm-hmm. crying, she just it, – it was great. It was a wonderful moment. I even thought Kyle did a pretty decent job being yeah. there for her. Yeah, she was a really great supporting Shed actress. a tear. Yeah. Yes, she was a supporting – it was a wonderful little scene. Yeah. Sutton's friend, I can't remember his name. He's just a, a great old gay. <laughs> like, I want to be – I could be his friend. 
Yeah, I just wanted for sure. To, like, he was just so soft-spoken, and he was like, oh, Sutton. Oh, so, like with the ashes and everything. Sutton having to like brush the ashes with her hand. He's like, oh, dear. The way that Sutton handles ashes is questionable at I best. agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't think she realizes the significance of She's that. like just dusting the ashes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, girl. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Erica, Erica comes in with just a little side eye because I forgot. Like she's kind of doing the walk of shame. But honestly, it was all in good fun for once, Erica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't terrify anybody. No, that was, this was that she that was a perfect like drunk Erica. That was great. No, no, no one was harmed. Mm-hmm. It was and great. And honestly, Merce is in the purse is is it's just too good. Sutton, you got to admit, Merce in the purse is they just gotta, too good. She needs to to make merch because Merce one. is in the. I know a little purse. Yeah. A little, oh, I'm imagining a little purse. I'm imagining a little purse. Yeah. Merce. She says Merce on it. Yeah. Merce is in the purse. Uh, on the bus, they have a fun little convo about bears and baby bears. and cu- It's bear week, apparently. Garcelle goes, what's a bear? A fuzzy gay man, a muscle queen, a slim bear. <laughs> Erica's hilarious. An otter. Because I forget she's surrounded by gays. Yeah. All the time. Garcelle had Andy, Garcelle outed Andy Cohen. Andy talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. He's like, she just totally told everybody. Garcelle had Andy on her podcast. But wait, am I the only one that didn't know she had a podcast? I said the same thing. I was like, she has a podcast. I'm actually learning that a lot of people had podcasts today. I There's the, the amount of people that I just found out had a podcast. Found out Billy Lee has a podcast. Oh, yeah. I do remember that one. I think she posted it. That's why I knew. But I like don't ever plan on listening to it. Uh, later offline, I'll discuss something with you. Oh, that happened on the podcast. Mm. Oh, great. See, I don't like her. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's you're not gonna you're gonna be a little annoyed. I don't like her. She's the fact that without Scandoval, pretend that didn't happen. Pretend he didn't have the affair. Sandoval yeah. sucks. Yeah, and if Sandoval's the person you want to align yourself with, and that's how you want to get back on the show, ew. I, but the thing is, I think Billy has always kind of had a thing for him like oh I could see that I I, I always have thought that mm, and I see that this just makes perfect sense to me I think that she that is why she picked his side because she's always really wanted to be with him in my opinion but mm, okay um but anyway okay so if it's called Garcelle's podcast is called going to bed with Garcelle totally news to me <laughs> to not know and Andy, uh, she asked if he was. She asked, first of all, you really don't ask gay men. This is it's a it's a faux pas typically yeah. to ask if you're a top or a bottom. Yeah, that is a very that. bold question. Like no one really likes to answer that. But Andy answers and says he's a powerful top. But then his her friend is there and he goes, "I'm a blouse." They're like, "A what? A feminine top?" That's so fun. That's fun. I love gay men. They're just the funnest. The, the I've never heard that, and I instantly was so in love with that term. <laughs> Me too. I was like, because everyone's going to so say, "What's a blouse?" and you get to say, "A feminine top." It's such a unique and interesting like way to describe that, and I love. I, could, I immediately understood it. Love I was, it. I loved it. So good. The Ashes tribute is on a beautiful cliff, like yes. gorgeous. It's so I want to I want to have my ashes there, and I also would like the same ceremony. And I want <laughs> one person to play Erica and give a petty ass speech that makes everyone uncomfortable. Yes, yes, yes. That was a very petty speech. And I also want my ashes to sprinkle on a couple people too. Just like I knew that knew was it. gonna knew happen. I knew, knew it. that was going to happen. I knew it. You have to know where the wind's blowing when you're doing that kind of I stuff. I don't think it's possible not to. Like, you, like, ha- can anyone ever – you have to go – like, she would have had to put her hand, like, basically over the cliff and, like, dump <laughs> them that way. So I'm really re-imagining everything. <laughs> In order to not get the wind gusts. But, like, that, y'all, that was human remains <laughs> that just flew up, up into their bodies. Like, versus now inside of them. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not easy to deal with. Merce like, that's a attached. hard thing to – that's – yeah. But I can't – Merce got – and never in his wildest imagination would have he even thought his his ashes would be spread on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. Like, he's like, what? I didn't expect that, but okay. 
Yeah. And now he's, now people? I feel like people have, like, I didn't know who this person was, mm-hmm. and I'm, I feel so educated now. Like, mm-hmm. this, this is a nice little history lesson. Right? Thank you. Garcelle, okay, well, Garcelle, in the actual ceremony, Garcelle goes first. Hers is about wanting to get rid of her abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Crystal cries about her brother moving away. Yeah. Anna Marie, I couldn't really tell what hers was. She just wants to be happy or something. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what hers was. It, it was something like peace being – I don't know. Dorit wants to leave her PTSD, but she can't promise anything. Okay. <laughs> then Erica gets up. and she The way she holds out the flower wreath thing, it's almost like she's holding them in her hands. She's like, I'm here to let this go as representation of all the hurt over the last two years that I feel many of you have contributed to. Damn. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I've turned a page in my life. I always knew I would. So my hurt, my anger, my old life. And then she tosses it like she's going to drop kick it. I... Everybody is actively like, don't address that. Okay, we're going to ignore on. it. Yeah, then Kyle goes up. <laughs> They're like, good, good. That was a good follow up. <laughs> uh, she wants to let go of feeling like she could have done something for Lorraine. Lauren? Lauren? Now I just don't no, like I think, how to say I her think, name. I think it's Lorraine. Lorraine, right? I it's believe It's just so. spelled L O R Y N. So I keep, I got a little oh. confused. Um, mm. But I really feel like we need some cross-promotion happening. We need, like, Teresa Caputo or Tyler Henry to be on call for Kyle Richards. She always wants to talk to the dead. Yeah. She always wants spirit. And I just don't know if I believe all of the people she – like, I don't know if I believe Rebecca, her, you know, her, like, go-to psychic that she's had before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time Rebecca says something, it's like, you could just be making this up based on research and shit like that. As where Teresa Caputo and Tyler Henry are the real deal. No, they really are. They really are. Because I'm a very big skeptic. The thing is, I believe people have the ability to do that, but I feel like there's just way more people mm-hmm. sc- out there scamming, so I'm always very hesitant to believe. I always need to really hear and see, see like, you know what I mean? Because there are people who are, know how to read people and lead yep. people. And yep, I, yep, I, yep. Yeah. And so my friend John just went to a, a one of those Teresa Caputo like group taping things where she has a big group of people and she does the readings Mm -hmm. and we both like both of us said look if you end up going there and it's like clearly such a scam and you're like giving information about yourself ahead of time or something then then we know she's a hack and I'm I'm prepared for that but I was hoping it would be exactly what happened to him which Mm -hmm. is she's the real fucking deal Mm-hmm. She gets, she's picking up on stuff that nobody would know. Literally, right. not you haven't told one person, and it was all over the room, happening all over the room. So okay. she's legit. She is fully legit. Tyler Henry is beyond legit. Yeah. No, I know beyond. for sure. I know for sure Tyler is. So I feel like we need to like merge some that like E needs to get involved here and just get Tyler Henry like on call for Kyle Richards because she's just she needs to chat with people. She needs to chat with her mom. She's chat with her mom. She needs to chat with her friend. She just needs yeah. better information. She needs better intel. Yeah. I'm surprised Kyle didn't go on Tyler Henry. Because he needed a con- the Hollywood medium. Can is it a conflict or no? I don't know. No, because all I was a bunch of housewives went on. Oh, Tamara went on. Everybody went on. I'm just surprised she didn't. Maybe she she subconsciously knows that her person is like not real, and mm-hmm. she's like not really ready to actually. Prepare no. for that, yeah. You know that because that's a lot. That's, remember, oh, do you remember? Do you remember when Sheena tried to give Dana one of those? Oh yeah, that was so weird, uncomfortable. Because she then lied to be like, no, 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 I it wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was. It, she tries to say she didn't invite her to do that, and Dana's like, it feels like you did. Then yeah. Sheena, then Sheena runs into her. The, the psychic lady outside, and it, yeah. they're right under Dana's window, and Dana can hear the entire conversation. It's <laughs> like you can't spring something like that on someone, like that they have to be emotionally ready for something yeah, like that. Yeah, not everybody wants that. Like not yeah. everybody. And I know Sheena had good intentions. I really do. No, I I know she did, but it's just one of those things where it's like, like this is my biggest thing with Sheena. She doesn't think things through sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that's not – and only worries about how she perceives something. Right. Ugh, or how she will be perceived, if you will. I, I I have such a struggle with her. I go between being upset with her and just being like wanting to guide her because I just feel like she's just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Kyle's confessional. Finally, we get something. She goes, it's strange to be on this trip and not be honest with these women about what's going on with me. And the truth is, and I was like, what is it? What is she going to say? I don't know if my marriage is going to survive. But when I'm ready to share with everyone, I will. I get it. Fine. I get it. I kind of can't hate. I I, want to hate on Kyle, but like she Mm -hmm. really is such a goddamn professional and knows how this shit works. And she's like, yes, I've pried into all of your lives, but I know how this works and how not to talk about shit. I mean, it's true. Like, goddamn. All right. It's it's frustrating. It's annoying. But also she she's done a bunch of interviews and even just like her Amazon lives and stuff Mm -hmm. where she kind of proudly says that she doesn't know these women that well. We don't hang out outside of filming and stuff. And I'm like, and I think that's kind of the problem. We, it, we, You guys are not friends. Everyone who's done interviews with Housewives, they say that Beverly Hills cast, this is when Lisa was still there, feels so tense. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've, I've heard people say that. So I just, I feel like I, if it, if Kyle doesn't want it to be her last season, I feel like it should be her last season. Yeah. She's I over mean, it. She doesn't want to play this game anymore. Right. And I and I and I do understand why she is being protective. Because again, we we said it absolutely has to do with the kids, specifically mm-hmm. Portia. Like we just saw the clip mm-hmm. of her and Mo having that conversation and her having to like, Mo, be quiet. Mm-hmm. Portia. So she's very and I get it. That's her kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And like also Dorit, she can go. Dorit is Dorit's just nothing. She's not bringing anything but annoyance for me. Um, Truly, she's not really contributing to anything. She doesn't want to participate in anything. Like my shoes, I can't do. Like, what are you here for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To order Coca Cola in a weird accent. Like, I don't want. Yeah, do girl. That. Yeah, girl. So annoying. Who doesn't want to be that person that always smells good? I want that to be my reputation. Emily, she always smells amazing. This is partly why I use Lumi. Lumi is a whole body deodorant. So down in a bikini area, sometimes it can smell not the way it should. It's not the vagina's fault, okay? It's actually just body odor. So I use Lumi in places that I can sometimes tend to have an odor. It is clinically proven to be effective for up to 72 hours. I do hope you shower in that time frame though. But Lumi was created by an OBGYN because she had so many women walking into her office saying something's wrong down there. And she's like, actually, it's literally just body odor. So she created this one of a kind pH optimized formula and a special offer. New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. Use code she speaks at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. I also love their body wash. Nothing makes me feel odorless like the body wash. I like it in the clean tangerine and the peony. Love. So good. Better than any body wash I've ever had. And then, of course, when I get out of the shower, I'm hitting it up with the whole body deodorant. It's baking soda free. It's paraben free. pH balance for safe use below the belt. And it is clinically proven to control odor better than just a shower alone with soap. But if you're using the Lumi body wash, you're really covered. 12 hours after a shower, the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10. With Lumi, the average odor level is a 0 out of 10. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes as well. And free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code she speaks at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code she speaks. Uh, after the little ceremony thing, Crystal and Erica walk together and Crystal apologizes for contributing to her pain. Erica goes, It's okay, honey. Shit happens. It's how you recover. Okay. Thank you. Erica's (laughs) confessional. Nobody else has, so thank you so much. At least she has the balls to do so. I find it very funny that she truly feels she's owed a deep apology from these women. She just doesn't understand. She's, I don't know. I just don't, I don't. She feels so entitled to it. She feels like all of these things, these little tiny things are going to make, 
are going to make everyone go, yeah, you knew nothing. You were totally innocent. Your your divorce was just coincidentally timed. Yeah. You, you moving out and leaving Tom was just a coincidence that right before that or right after that, all of this shit was going to come out. Girl. I, I feel like she's not remembering things correctly. I feel like she heard what she wanted to hear. And if she would really watch back, at like when the ladies were talking about the earrings, they were not, they were, they, they even said, it's not even about if you did anything. It's just like, don't you think that that money could help the victims? That's all they were trying to say to you. They're not even saying that you're like that money, the earrings were with the, with the victim's money, but it could be helpful because we do know that Tom did steal from the victims. That's all they said. And I see people that say like, oh, but if she gives the earrings, it will be that she has, to, she'll be opened up to more, more litigation or whatever. And I go, but if you've got a bunch of shit that was bought with stolen money, don't you want that to be confiscated? Yeah. I think that's the that I think I'm like that. that's the point. If if she's got a bunch of shit that's that should not be hers that was bought illegally, then I feel like that should go to wherever it needs to go. Right. I think that she just completely is missing that I I feel like the ladies were just trying to be like trying to help her be like how to be more empathetic to the like in in the public's opinion. So like if you just lead with the victims first instead of yourself, people would be more open to hearing that you didn't have anything to do with it. But the way you're moving it makes you look guilty because you look so defensive of everything. And and she remember how she said that the victims were basically lying? Right. That wasn't good. <laughs> that was and not so good. she's still in that place. Like she's she feels like she's the victim. Right. And that's the problem. Like we are like you lived a very, very lavish lifestyle for a very long time. So I understand it is you're now having to downsize, but it's still you're still living a pretty good life. Exactly. Like you have no clue what these people have been going through. You haven't had to live it. Now you're realizing that maybe Tom. Let's let's pretend you didn't know. Right now you know. Most people, most people in this situation would have everything taken. Look yeah. at like drug dealers. You know that yeah. the movies with like the big cocaine dealers. Yeah, By they, the end of the movie, everything gets taken. Yeah, you don't get it. You don't get to keep that shit. <laughs> You'll get to keep it because it's stolen. It, you know, or or ta- or attained illegally. Exactly. So I just yes, if she's if if she gives the earrings back, or if she gives the if she had given the earrings and it made her more open to like liability or whatever, that that's good. That's what that's what we need to happen. Yeah, it's not her fault. Let's say that Tom bought her stuff with stolen things, but like just like in the mob movies. Because it kind of was like a mob that he was running, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Then everything gets taken. The cars, the earrings, the jewelry, the furs, the clothes, the we shit. Watched, we watched it and all those. What was that Denzel movie? That happened to him, all that uh-huh. stuff. That was, and that's a real movie. That's a, based off a real person, too. Mm-hmm. I'm what thinking of Blow, uh, the movie with uh, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's how they all go. That's how they all go. You get you. You're illegal, illegal, having the time of your life, and then the end comes crashing down, and you lose everything. Yeah, and and, and then guess what? Those people still always end up okay at the end. Ex- always, because they always. they scrappy and survivors. Exactly. That's and that's what and that's, that and that's what place. Erica's doing right now. Exactly. You have a residency in Vegas. Like, <laughs> you girl. are being a scrappy ass survivor. And I, good. Yes. Good. Yes. But I, we're not gonna. Ha- I'm not gonna sit here and feel like immense sorrow and sympathy for you. I'm not. And be like, man, you're right. We were all wrong. No, that's not happening. You we need to let that go. Know. Let the mouse go. Let it go. Um, okay. Apparently, the day before they had like a whole dance rehearsal for this thing. Yeah. Like this is no joke. Yeah. Erica, Eric, they're getting ready to go out and Erica bitches to her glam team about how the women are just not acknowledging my feelings and blah, 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 blah. But then she just goes, that's it. I don't want to talk about it any longer. <laughs> She's so dramatic. They're like, okay. Uh, Kyle apparently didn't understand Sutton's emoji message about the red dress. Um, I feel like she purposely didn't want to to do the assignment correctly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And the red dress that she did bought, because she's wearing like an orange which at first I was like, it doesn't seem that bad. But then yeah. when they're walking up, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I can actually tell it's a orange. But also like on camera too, things look a little different. So it's I bet it even looked more orange and person. Yeah, because when they were out carrying on, carrying on about how her dress was not the same color, I, I kept on being like, I actually don't think it's like that off. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to, to even be really discussing it. But yeah. again, you're right. In person, in person probably it seems mm-hmm. really orange. Yeah. 
Uh, these women almost die walking in their heels on the cobblestone. Yeah. Uh, on the bus, they talk about – this is a weird conversation. <laughs> they talk about what they're going to do when they get back, and Erica goes, I'm going to be asleep with my dog. Maybe a man will come over, have hot sex. That's all I care about. I don't know why I don't believe her. I know. I don't – it's so interesting because she is such a sexual, like, persona, but I don't also feel like I can – picture her having sex does that make sense it's like she's trying to be the samantha jones right but samantha i knew samantha meant that it feels like erica does it for shock value yes and yes. i don't like that that's very childish it's like okay you don't need to freak everyone out yeah and make everyone be like oh okay that's weird yeah but garcelle brings up they talk about like how she doesn't want to get, maybe get married again. She doesn't want to split her money at all. She's worked hard for it. And then Kyle mentions how she doesn't read everything. She just signs. Now, I just, am I, am I, I don't know if I'm just being skept, a cynic or being skeptical, but it felt very intentional. Even in I, her interview, she goes, he pays all the bills, the taxes, the bills, my taxes, and I just sign stuff and I hope for the best. No, it did. It seems like she is setting herself up for the future divorce that will inevitably happen. And if Mauricio was doing any weird deals, she wants to make sure she has on camera that she did not know what she was signing. She's already seen one housewife go down for that shit, and she's not going to be the second one. And the bummer about that, Kyle, is that it or anybody, for the, by the way. Or I guess three, the, the second housewife. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Like, if you signed it, unfortunately, you're on the hook for it. Yeah, so you're even liable. If, even if you do say, I didn't know what I was signing, they're like, well, unfortunately, you signed it. Yeah, any, anybody can say that that, that after the fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I I'm could, sure a bunch of people try that. They're like, uh, I yeah, didn't know no. what I was signing. Well, that's why you're supposed to read it yeah. before you sign it because that's the power of a signature. Yes. That's so th literally the whole point of a signature. You're uh -huh. agreeing to the things in the thing. And that's, you can't. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Unless you signed it under duress, like unless you're saying Mauricio held a gun to my head mm -hmm. and made me sign it, that would mm -hmm. be the only way that that wouldn't – that would be null and void. Otherwise? No. Okay. They get to dinner and Anna Marie plays a little too stupid here. She yes. like She's like, Erica, at the tribute thing, I was like, what is she talking about? I'm not through what she's talking about. And I go, yes, you did. You do. We've already we've already had a conversation about this on multiple dinners. Yeah. I okay. So thank you for also being annoyed because I had to check myself because I was like, are you annoyed that she asked because you just are don't like her or was that would I be annoyed if anybody else did it to because we do need to get some drama, mm -hmm. bring it back up. So I was like in between of like. Do I just – but I think it's because she played too dumb. I think that – you're right. You went. Think, she went too far. It's like we've right. already talked about this at least once. Right. I think that, yeah, if she had been just more like, Erica, you seem like you still have unresolved feelings instead of being Boom. like – Yeah, I, I agree. But playing like that, I wasn't here for it, so I don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah, and I also felt like she was trying to be like, I'm not a fan of the show, so I haven't like, watched. Yeah, really, really like separate drama. herself that way. Like, please. please I, know you've, I know you've seen every season. Yeah, and by the way – We've talked about it in front of you. Where have you yeah. been? We've talked about it. So that's just not – Erica obviously says she was hurt by the – mischaracterized by the women. Uh, Garcelle – I was – Garcelle in her confessional, she goes, I was surprised. I thought Erica understood why we were asking questions. And I got to say, Garcelle, where in the fuck did you think she understood why you guys were asking questions? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm The only thing I can think of is maybe because they've been getting along so well now, maybe she, she oh, thought okay. in, re in retrospect she understood because they had been getting along so uh -huh. well. She's like, oh, she must understand now what my intentions were when we were asking, but apparently not. <laughs> but no, no, not at all. Sutton comes in with the awkward-ass segue. Some of us didn't receive in for invitations to your show, but – I want to congratulate you on your residency. Sutton, you know, that part was so unnecessary. Garcelle's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Looking back and forth between them, like, sorry, that wasn't, mm -mm, that wasn't good. But Erica didn't even take it. She did not. She's like, I'm still too mad about the other thing to even mm -hmm. care mm -hmm. about this thing. Yeah. <laughs> but Erica is reminded that Sutton did charter that plane to see her on Broadway. And it yeah. was crazy to see Sutton, Rinna, Teddy, and Kyle. 
I know. what that The dynamics back then I forgot were so much different. I am so happy we have neither Rinna or Teddy after seeing their faces all together. Like, oh, Teddy especially. Oh, God. I'm also very – I don't know how you feel about Teddy and um, Tamara's new podcast, like, network where they're mm-hmm. having all the other housewives on who don't even watch the show's, like, recap stuff, which irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, so it's much. really it's 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 really just people realizing that there's money in the in the like sponsors and the ads and just putting together anything because it'll make a little bit of money. It doesn't I know. feel like I'm gonna, I'm never going to listen. I'm never going to listen either. It just feels like such just like Teddy's other business, just so fraudulent. <laughs> like none of them watch the show. Like you're having um Gina Wa- uh, recap Vanderpump rules. She's never watched. Is that watched- what's happening? Yes. Gina. Gina, Gina from OC? Yes. Gina from OC. And as I what? don't know. Who- yes. And I don't know who else is on it. Maybe I think I don't know if it's her, her and Teddy, but it's Gina and somebody else. And they're recapping Vanderpump rules. And Wait, Gina, Gina so has dumb. admitted, Gina has admitted she has never seen the show. That's irritating to me. I had no idea they. I didn't see that one. I only yeah. I because they've done, they've released a few. They've got the uh, Alexia and Marisol mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I saw that one. I saw the t- the Eddies, yeah. right? The yeah. Eds. Yep. Um, and now boring, boring old Cynthia is a part Cynth- of the. <laughs> is she a part of two T's? Yeah, she is. Like yeah. officially. So I what are they going to make it three T's? I am. Almost, they can't even do that. I'm almost certain she's like. I think it's probably for whenever one of them is not available. Okay. She's I mean, like that's, a, and that's like, been for a minute. Yeah. But I think it's like this official official. Um, but yeah. And no, Gina is recapping Vanderpump Rules. And I, I that frustrates the shit out of me because she literally has said she has never watched the show. Why is she recapping Vanderpump Rules? I don't know. And it's I, – I just, I just think it's annoying when someone is recapping something just for clout and not because they actually like the show because it's – just annoying. Whatever. It's something they want to talk about. Exactly. Like there's some like that's why I have a podcast because I like I I want to talk about it. Yeah. More. Like I was just making content before, and now I'm like I have more to say. But if you're just doing it because that's your job and your assignment, and like Gina's already so kind of irritating, you know? Yeah. With her was- accent. Oh my god, her accent's gonna be so annoying. Oh wait, my bad. What? I always confuse their names as Emily. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I- I forget. I, she don't look like a freaking Emily to me. She looks like a Gina. <laughs> I have to now. I have to switch my gears. Now it's even worse. Actually, <laughs> it got worse for you. Emily is even worse. It's Emily. Emily, yeah, that's even worse. Cause she, what the fuck does she care about Vanderpump Rules? That's At least Gina's saying. like Gina kind of could be on Vanderpump Rules because right. of like her. She you know should. What I mean? She should be. She actually should be on Vanderpump. But like Emily, yeah, it's Emily. I'm so sorry. I, I always think that I would switch their freaking names. Why, of all people, she's like a lawyer. What the fuck I do we know? Why does, what is she going to talk about? That is dumb. I'm sorry, guys, that I, I messed everybody up with that. It's Emily. It's 100% but, Emily. But it is Emily, and I don't like it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Since you said the accent, I was like, I don't think Emily has an accent. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh I- that actually is way worse. Yeah. Gina's, Gina is even slightly better. Still not, but like Emily? Yeah, it's Emily. And she and Emily kind of proudly is ignorant of stuff. Like I don't watch that. Oh, I don't watch it. Like she's kind yeah. of like proud of not knowing stuff. I'm like then don't but, talk about and it. And she's gonna give such a strong opinion on stuff that she doesn't yep. know. And she hasn't watched the show. That's why I'm gonna be because I I just think that because we obviously covered we were in the thick of it last year, and the people who came in yeah. just to come in they don't know the nuance. And we had been covering the third season, so it was just so yeah. parallel. Like it just frustrates me the people that are just capitalizing off of the whole thing and don't even like we were been in the trenches. Oh, this is very upsetting. This actually is very upsetting. I'm sorry to upset you, but it is happening. But it's happening. You know, I, that's actually, it's not true that I didn't, I knew that Emily was doing something with them. I just didn't realize that it was that. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Well, hmm. well, it's kind of hard for me to recover from this. I'm so sorry. I'm very upset. <laughs> I know. I, I was, upset. I honestly was upset when I, I found out because it just, especially, just, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's just that the everybody being such leeches leeches off of this whole thing is just kind of pissing me off. Did you see did you watch Watch What Happens Live with Sheena? 
I did. I did. I didn't, I didn't even like Ryan. I didn't like the way Ryan was talking either. He was being all like, he was like, yeah, yeah, it's his house. And oh, just. But you can't talk about it if you don't know what's going on. That's my thing. People are putting such an opinion on something uh-huh. that they have no idea about. Also, Tom. Okay. okay. Sorry. It's not Vanderpump. <laughs> no, I, it's my fault. I brought it up. But like when people have talk with all this authority. I know. And it's, they it's, clearly don't know the whole thing. I don't like it. So and I know that Emily is going to talk like that too. I can just yeah, tell. Yeah, she's going to try to be like very lawyer-like about it. Like, mm-hmm. well, technically by law. Like, like. We don't want to hear it. Okay. Moving on, I guess. Very upset. For the record, we're very upset. Very upset. Uh, okay, they're back in LA. They did their dancing thing. They're back in LA. Um, Garcelle, Garce- this is a very quick moment, but Garcelle gets a pair of very expensive shoes in that are like clear with rainbow gems. Yeah. Did you like them? I know that it's not going to be styled well, so no. Yeah. I don't th- I, I that's think exactly. I don't. I got worried. As soon as I saw them, I was like, uh oh. I don't trust Garcelle with a pattern. With anything too, like, anything too busy. So, yeah, I was worried as well. If Dorit had them, I wouldn't be as worried. Mm-hmm. Dorit really as- has not been bringing the fashion the same this, the, or the glam or anything. Like, you can tell sh- they are not in the same financial situation. At all. At all. Like, or she just can't do all the same, like, borrowing that she used to do and whatnot because they've maxed everything out. I, yeah, some, Yeah. She needs to go back to uh, brighter blonde too, because if you're not going to have the fashion to match, like that that hair is like really making you look like Carrie Bradshaw when she like dyes her hair in the first Sex in the City movie, like real yep. real sad, real basic sad, exactly very plain. Yeah, very plain. Because at first I thought I liked it, but then I was like, nah. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I I agree. I I genuinely feel. It was because of financial stuff. Like it for me, because I I, sp- I spend an embarrassing amount of money uh, to get my hair done. I think my highlight to get highlights are five hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean it's it's a whole process. It's like they have to. It's a they you have to know they're mm-hmm. mixologists essentially. Like that's mm-hmm. you have to know how to mix the colors and stuff. It's a lot. It's expensive. so just to, but then just to do one one main color, it's like three hundred. So I feel like it was a financial. <laughs> I yeah. really do. I feel like she's like oh, hair is maintenance. Hair is oh my maintenance. god, hair is like expensive. last. I was barely made rent because I went. I got my re- reinstall. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> dropped like six hundred bucks. It is so expensive. Exactly. So that just that's why the brown hair also kind of makes me think like this feels poor. So feels like box dye. Feels like box dye. It well, does. That was an at home job. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, it is a pretty brown color. It's just she she's a she's a she's better blonde. Yeah, she is. She's it's better just, blonde. She is. Yeah, that's fine. Speaking of Dorit, she goes over to Kyle's house and she asks how her and Mo are doing. Well, apparently Mo has joined therapy, and Dorit's like, "Great, how was that?" And she's like, mm, <laughs> "Not great." Kyle says that they don't fight. But the bad part of that is they don't communicate, which mm. I could see. I could see that they're like the let's pretend everything is okay type of couple. Yeah, Mauricio pretty much – didn't he say that on the phone call with PK? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. She says, like, I'm the fiery one, but he likes things calm. But that also is – that is very frustrating if he just never, ever talks about anything. Yeah, because it's – you need to be able to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. After all these years? Yeah. I can but see tr- why she's like done because it, how can she move yes. forward if he's unwilling to do the work? Like he's stunted almost. Yeah. The traveling is a problem and Dorit can relate. And then Kyle really hints to something here. She goes, it's not just the being far away, things that you're not here for, things that you're missing out on. Why does this meeting take so long? Why did you mm. get home so late from the meeting? Mm. Was that not a thing? She's not. She heard is, her, her eyes. Her eyes are open, and they're not going to shut. She's. I'm. I'm going to stick with my theory from a couple of weeks ago that she has genuinely been in denial. Yes. This whole time, and whatever Kathy said or whatever's come out, she finally cannot be in denial anymore. Because I've watched people be who are in denial. It's a weird thing to watch people who are in denial, mm-hmm. and I could see Kyle being one of those people. I agree. I think you hit the nail on the head completely with your theory. I think that abs- I think that absolutely whatever Kathy said opened 
she, Kyle could not unhear it. Mm-hmm. And once she couldn't unhear it, she couldn't unsee everything. And, and now all that traveling, those meetings. Yeah. Why did it mm. And what Kyle said earlier in the season, when they were, I think it was at her uh, weed party dinner possibly, when she was like, do you think I'm the type of woman who would like allow someone to cheat on me? And I think that she meant that because even if it has been happening the whole time, she again was willfully ignorant to it. So of course, she did not allow it because she did not want to know about it. But once she does know about it, that that is why we are here because she is not going to tolerate it. And she's and literally, this is like the first time she's heard of it. She's like, no, yeah. I genuinely didn't know. I wa- I had a man. This is my first serving job ever. The restaurant isn't even open anymore. But there was this. Our our GM was this woman whose husband was also a bartender, and this man would get wasted. Wasted, mm. but we all kind of participated and enjoyed. Right. We all got drunk together. But Robin, quote, didn't know, and that was crazy because we would watch this man be like singing, like "Sweet Caroline," like wasted. And someone said something about it, and Robin and they showed up together. They showed up the next shift after someone had said something about him being drunk. He had these. um Sugar pills, because allegedly, according to Robin, he is actually um, hypoglycemic. Okay. And and um, if I, because she would let him have one shot on the shift. And so when he has that one shot, it just gets him so drunk because he's hypoglycemic. (laughs) What? (laughs) And we watched this woman with her prop. Her pills, her prop pills. And when Brian would, we know because we did the shots with him, like Robin would go out to smoke. And he'd be like, okay, my wife's gone. Let's do a shot. So we would know he's like six shots in. Yeah. But he would then be acting drunk and Robin would be like, Brian, Brian, did you take your pills? We're like, wow. Like this is some other level denial. Is she not a drinker? Because I feel like huge, she was a big drinker too. Okay, so then that doesn't track for me because if exactly. you're exactly that's if you're how a drinker, denial works. Right. Cause if it was like somebody like my mom who does not drink, she would totally buy somebody saying, oh, like, because she doesn't understand what it's like to be drunk. So she would be like, oh, yeah, one shot would definitely get you that crazy because that, that's because she really doesn't drink. So for her to be a drinker, she knows that that's and – and that's a man. Mm-hmm. We have to go through a thing called tips. And it teaches you alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's by body body mass. Body mass, exactly. So a man having one shot should not be that wasted, even if you're not a, a big drinker, mm-hmm. be- just simply because of your body mass. Yeah. So it's denial science. is a crazy <laughs> thing. Denial is genuinely a crazy thing, and I could see Kyle with the way she was raised and her family to like pretend stuff isn't happening. And now yeah. she's like, oh, that's why she's changed completely. Yeah. Oh. Huh? Kyle's like, he could put all this energy into the agency, so why can't he put that into the marriage when we're having problems? Right. And Kyle, I got to say, she gives a great confessional monologue. She says, I supported him through everything when he had nothing. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. That right there. And I always have felt that about Kyle. Like it's a, I always, that was the one thing I could say about her. Like she was with Mauricio before he had any money. So when people say things like, oh, she's with him for the money. She's like, no, that's not it. And if, I honestly don't think that Mauricio would be as successful if it wasn't for Kyle. Because Kyle is the one who, if if it wasn't for Kyle, Mauricio wouldn't have had the opportunity to have been mentored by the Hiltons. Mm -hmm. Like that would not have been a thing. Mm-hmm. So, and he is the reason why they had the riff in the first place. Mm-hmm. And she has, she's saying, I told him we were in trouble and needed to work on this. And he's, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. If there's no effort made or put into us, we're not going to end up together. We'll never survive this. Woo! That gave me chills. Damn. Yeah. You know when you plan your week out and you go grocery shopping and you're shopping for a person who doesn't exist, a person who loves just eating proteins and veggies or is going to cook every single meal. That's not me. But this is why I like Hungry Root. 
Hungry Root is a meal delivery service, absolutely, but they have groceries and they have very customizable meals. Like, I don't like cooking. So I select to only look at meals that have like five minutes or less prep time. So when I get all my meals, they're meals I'm gonna make. They're healthy. I also can get groceries. I can get desserts, but they're all these healthy alternatives of food I would be eating normally, all right there, right there in the aisles on Hungry Root. You take a very fun short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, how you like to eat. They'll ask what flavors you like, what kitchen appliances you wanna use, all that stuff. And then they'll keep your needs and preferences top of mind and start building your cart with delicious recipes and all your grocery needs for the week, but you can also customize your cart. And I kind of love doing that. You get a certain number of credits that you have to fill and then you go through the aisles and select, okay, I have about 12 credits left. I can get two of these cute little dessert guys. I've been introduced to a bunch of brands I'd never heard of that I'm now obsessed with. Hungry Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul with thousands of easy recipes that actually put your groceries to good use before they get forgotten about in the back of your fridge. The best part is Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Spend less time meal planning, shopping, and cooking, and more time enjoying healthy food that you'll actually love with Hungry Root. Right now, Hungry Root is offering She Speaks Bravo listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash SheSpeaks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash SheSpeaks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Oof. All right, time for Miami. Miami. Okay, um, they're at the doll place. And like, I don't, I, I don't know if I could have, I don't care how bad I got to pee. I don't think I could have gone into that doll That doll restroom. hell? That was mm -hmm. weird. That was – I did not like that. The way they captured this too was so interesting. Like they wanted to – they wanted us to experience what it was like to be there. They kind of just like left the cameras running it felt like. Mm -hmm. Julia is sobbing. Alexia is sobbing. They want to leave. Adriana's taking her sweet time. Did anyone else get freaked out they were going to leave her? They were like, we have everybody. And I was like, oh, my God, please don't. Please don't go, guys. Please, Adriana's still here. That whole raft ride was so chaotic for me. I, I wasn't there, and I was like, get me off. Get yes. me off of here. Gertie is sick. She's throwing up. She needs quiet. Cue the mariachi band. Adriana is like, let's change the mood. And a few of them are now dancing. A random yeah. dog is barking. Lisa's God. taking selfies with the band. They're screaming at whoever to get them off the boat. <gasps> I was like, if someone doesn't get this mariachi band the fuck away from Gertie, I'm going to like, I, I had to leave the room because I was so frustrated. She's Lisa's throwing like, up in a gallon Thing. Oh, I know, I know that thing was huge. Lisa is a mess. I honestly, this entire episode, Lisa just, I just wanted to throw her into that damn river. Me too. Me too. I really, really sincerely don't like Lisa now. Right. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm a, I don't care about being like, we, we get it. Lenny sucks. But Lisa, mm -mm. Lisa might suck too. You yeah, Lisa, suck. you fucking suck. You both suck. You actually suck. They get to land. Gertie's still puking, so they call an ambulance. And Nicole gets in there with Gertie. And I just, like, feel so comforted by Nicole. I feel like her bedside manner is so great. Yeah, she just seems – I would love for her to be my doctor. Right? She, the way she's just comforting her. And then she calls Russell for Gertie. And Gertie's, like, barely able to talk. And she's translating mm -hmm. what she's saying. And then she goes, I want to see him. And then she FaceTimes him. And this is a really special, cute moment. I was so relieved that – she was there. That's the Same. only thing. Yeah, because I feel like if she wasn't there, I, I would have been like on it. Stressed, totally. But Nicole yeah. was there, so it was fine. And then when Nicole says I should start bringing a medical kit, I'm like, yes, you should. Yeah. I would really, I, I would love it for you to always have a medical kit on you because I love seeing her in that space. Yeah. I could totally watch her, like a show about her doing her doctor stuff. It's me too. I absolutely could as well. It's so interesting because we had a medical emergency this episode and then on Beverly Hills, we had one yep. with Crystal. And it's so interesting the to see the difference of like Anna Marie's con contribution to helping Crystal as which, which was saying Which was saying she could stroke out. Yeah. And, and then it's just, it is interesting to see the, di like the dynamics and the difference in, mm -hmm. 
Just saying. Hold, sorry, one second. This man is growling. Oh, I was going to say no. I like having him there. Okay. Is he, is he bothering? Can you hear him? I can't hear anything. No. Okay, then that's fine. I can't hear anything. I just like – I like having his little body. Okay. I didn't right know if you could hear him. Behind you. No. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Nothing – I don't know why. Nothing really makes me laugh harder than signs that are misspelled. So when 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 Julia Holt is like, I made this, and it's Adriana spelled wrong, I don't know why I find it so fucking funny. Because you're holding it up like, yes, it's just spelled wrong. And like, how do you not know how to spell her name? Right. Wait, how was it spelled? Was A-D-R-E-A-N-A. And that's how she's in her phone. I, I will say I have a couple of people's names incorrectly spelled. Oh, do in you? My in phone. your phone? And I haven't changed it. Like, Bailey's name is spelt wrong in my phone. Oh, really? You're like, yeah. I get the gist. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the Pride Festival is massive. Massive. And uh, as – okay, so they're getting off the bus. As Kiki's right behind Lisa, she goes, I don't want to fight with you, Lisa. And then Lisa's like, okay, well, don't throw shit at me. And I was like, push her. Just smack her in the face. I can't stand this woman. She's such a victim. It's so frustrating. Like, everything is – she's like a ch- an adult child, and it's – I'm over it. And I, I wish I wish Kiki would have said, but it would have just started even more of a fight. Like, well, then don't stand over me and scream and point in my face. Right. <sighs> don't do that. Um, Adriana's performance, I, I'm sure people are trying to say all positive things, but I keep it real here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. She yeah. wasn't even singing along with her track correctly. Yeah, I didn't love it. She just had her hand on the mic and then was like pumping her fist like this, not even moving her feet. Yeah, I, I didn't love it. I didn't. That love was it. not. It was not the. It was not the way to do it. I don't. I, I pres- think that Julia wanted to flex that he could get her the the gig, but I'm like, right. but don't. If she can't be prepared for it, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ladies were nice though about it, and they actually showed the ladies dancing more than they showed her performance <laughs> because it wasn't that good. There wasn't much to show. And then when they lifted her up, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, uh, uh-uh. put her down, put her down right now. Oh god, no, not good. They gather at the bar before they're about to go to some event and Kiki comes in and she says hi to Alexia, hi to Nicole. And then she goes, of course, I'm going to say hi to you, Lisa. And Lisa goes, are you going to throw juice boxes at me? God, get over this juice box already. And Kiki's, she doesn't like that, obviously. But Lisa tries to be like, I was making a joke. Jesus. No, you're not. You're not joking because that actually happened. Yeah, you're not making So a you're joke. not joking. You're being passive aggressive, just like uh, Alexia said, or says Alexia to her. Said, yeah, you're being I was so happy that Alexia said that because Nicole tries to tell Lisa outside like that and she says she doesn't like the joke. And Lisa's like, I'm trying to make the joke so we can move on. And no, that's not what you're doing. You're you're making the joke to keep it going. Yeah. And you're trying to be like, you were you assaulted me. That's like you're trying to remind her that you assaulted her mm-hmm. or she assaulted her. But again, it's that's I that's that's too much. She didn't assault you. She tried to make you back the fuck down because you were too crazy. You're too mm-hmm. hyped up. Mm-hmm. You were you were actually being the threatening person. You were the threat. Yeah. You were the threat. Inside, Larson and Kiki are talking about the Lisa thing. And then Julia comes in. And Julia, I couldn't, she kept covering the front part of her dress. And I was like, yeah. what is, what's wrong? But then finally, like, she didn't cover it one time. I was like, oh, it's a horribly cut dress. Yeah. It's, it's cut short. up so t- far, far in the front. I don't it's know. like vagina. I don't know why people buy dresses like that. They're never they they don't look flattering, and Mm-mm. they're hard to. You're gonna just be pulling it down and self conscious the entire time. I don't care like how like confident you are about your body. Like there isn't an annoying cut. It's an annoying cut, exactly, and it just it shows that things you don't necessarily want to show in the back. Fine in the front. What? Yeah. What are you gonna get out of that? Nothing. No. Uh, but Kiki's going off, and she's like, Lisa's fucking selfish. For her to make the comment about people who live by the river, I lived that life. I yeah. didn't just get up and lay on my back and get fucked by a plastic surgeon and then, boom, make millions. I mean, where's the lie? Where's the lie? Okay. Julia. This is why I don't – this is why Julia – I always oh, side-eye Julia. She I always side-eye Julia for this exact fucking reason. She goes outside, and what it says is she's taking Lisa's side. Yeah. That's what yeah. this says to me. Because Lisa's in the middle of saying, I'm just not going to talk to her. She should apologize to me. And Julia takes that as a chance to say, well, it's heating up in there. Abort mission, Julia. That, I did not understand why she did that. Because that was just, throw, first of all, you're throwing Kiki under the bus. And 
making it seem like she's just talking shit and mm-hmm. and it's now now Lisa is never going to hear what she's trying to say. Exactly. Now you've got it to the point where there's no there's no hope. Yeah. Julie's like she thinks you are entitled spoiled girl. Girl? What? And she and she's kind of putting things in putting words in Kiki's mouth because those are not quite what it was a sentiment, but like the, but sh- sh- I feel like now Lisa's uh, la- uh, latching onto certain keywords oh, that yes. Kiki, Kiki never said. And Lisa's like, "Do you see what I mean, guys? Do you see see what you did, Julia? Yeah. See what you did?" Then, but Nicole goes in, and she's a real one, and she does tell Larsa and Kiki that Julia went out and told on them, and Julia thinks it's cute. She's like, "Oh, ha ha ha, whatever." But anyway, they go to the club. Lisa can't have a good time. So Julia's like, look, I'm going to take this time to tell you what everyone is saying about how you're entitled. It's all about mm-hmm. you. Why? Why is this the moment you're choosing to do this at all? At No, right. no, no, no. Makes no sense. So then Lisa doesn't want to be there, of course. And she's going to leave and they all decide to leave. Mm-hmm. And I, that was, I thought was interesting. They could have just let her go by herself like and I didn't be miserable go let her go let her go back to her room and be sad I don't understand <sighs> must have been a produce a production thing like if she goes we all gotta go yeah they like I only have know. one van or something yeah so wasn't it all in the same hotel oh huh. they were just going up and down an elevator so that's why even why I was like yeah let her go to her room yeah oh, let her go to sleep but um Larsa when they get down they kind of like gather in this little space again for a scene and Larsa is like, look, I ride for Lisa, but I have to tell you when you're wrong. And the way you stood up and talked to Kiki was wrong. Yeah. And I, Lisa, what does Lisa say? Something like, I'm going to be on trial on Monday. I don't want to be feeling like I'm on trial with my friends. Shut up. Stop bringing up. Like, I'm so over, over it. it. So Bye, over it. girl. So I love Kiki. It was, of course, of course, Adriana comes in and she's like, Lisa, is her divorce isn't even over. I still cry about my divorce. Why are you telling Lisa to get over it? And I wanted to say, Adriana, we want to tell you to get over it too. <laughs> okay, you also need to get over it. So don't you just, just, just. but and, Kiki and, goes, and, wait, oh, go and no, but no one is saying for her to get over it. They're just no like, one is. Like everyone has been actually incredibly supportive, but it's getting to a point where she is using it and being like really like emotionally taxing on everybody and they're allowed to say that too mm-hmm. and you, how do you not know she's like when lisa keeps when they keep going to her confessionals and she's like i can't be sad i can't talk about my feelings with my friend that's like when you say something to someone that they've done like you know when you said that the other day that really hurt my feelings they're like fine i won't ever talk again yeah that's that is exactly that and it's it's that's gaslighting yep that's manipulation. Manipulation. It's like, okay, so you will now withhold all conversation with me because I said I didn't like one thing you said. Cool. Got it. Right. It's like, and then you have to feel so- sorry for feeling, your feelings being hurt by that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so Lisa. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But Kiki, she goes, you don't know anything about me. I've been on my own since I was 15. I have two kids. No one helps me take care of them. I go through hell too. I just don't like dumping my problems on any of you guys. Just because I don't talk about my issues doesn't mean I don't have them. Right. Lisa's fucking response to that is at this moment, I feel like anything I say is going to be wrong. So I don't want to say anything. I for one second thought she was actually – taking in what he was saying. I really did because I thought she was listening intently and then I'm going to be too. like, thank you for sharing. And then she came back at, with that. I said, oh, she's there is just no fucking hope with this girl. Mm-mm. No hope at all. Mm-mm. Kiki says that yesterday in the boat, it took me back because that's how I was raised. And when you said, this is the best the dogs will have and I've, I've lived that life, just because they're poor doesn't mean they don't take care of their dogs. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I was saying. Thank you, editors, for cutting back to her literally saying, it's okay, it's just chicken, it's better than what they get fed, I promise you. Yeah, she just, she she's being, she was being completely condescending on that boat, and she does not even, re- she doesn't understand, like, even with, like, the freaking uh, housekeeper car thing, like, she doesn't understand how offensive she is. Yes, exactly. 
And then I did. I, someone said that Lisa went on and said that she actually rent, or maybe Lisa said that she rented the car. Actually, it wasn't her housekeeper's car. But didn't she say it was? Yeah, I'm like, then why would you say that? That's that then, actually that kind of makes it worse. It does make it worse. It makes it completely worse, and it's a weird thing to make up. Why would you be like, this is my housekeeper's car, as if that shows you can be down to earth and humble? Right. Also, if if you think that your housekeeper's car is so bad, that must mean you're not paying her well. That's I said. That's what I said too. <laughs> Um, but Lisa's like, you're twisting my words to make me look like an entitled asshole, and I don't like it. Oh, we don't have to twist your words, honey. That's what Trust. you said. That's what you fucking said. Uh, someone said, I haven't seen it, but someone said that Lisa was in the comments after last week, not this past, I haven't heard about this week, but I guess she was like in her comments responding to everybody. Oh, shit. Like doubling down. Oh, shit. And she, I'm not surprised by that because of the way she acts when Lenny does stuff. She posts it, then she starts commenting, and like they go into mm. comment war mm. zones where they like go back and forth and are just petty as fuck. And Jody, too. So I would not be surprised if Lisa was taking the time to do all of that. I feel like that's not a good thing for her to do if she's always in litigation with Lenny because I feel like anything like that he can use against her. I'm sure. Exactly. Even with like custody stuff. Like, I feel like that's not a, a smart thing to do. Mm hmm. Kiki tries to talk. And Lisa yells, I'm talking now. And Kiki goes, see, you're doing it again. If you wanted to get to that level, I can get to that level. Right. Lisa's like such a brat. She's like, you're talking over me. And Kiki's like, I'm trying to explain to you why I made that comment. And Lisa says, I can't fix your childhood traumas. I'm not a therapist. I wanted to knock her out so bad when she said that. That was so rude. That was so rude and dismissive. Excuse me? Like, how dare you? What was, what, what do you, I really need to know, what, what do you mean? You're upset because the words you used were insulting to her based on her experience, but you think that she, sh it's just her own childhood traumas. I can't fix those. So, like, that's what you think to say? That was so disgusting. It was so disgusting. You, you've been sitting here and complaining to these ladies about your divorce and not getting as much money as you want and all these things and not being able to have the cars and all this shit. And she's talking about real trauma. Like what you're going through is what most Americans go through. Most, most marriages end in divorce. Like that's your, your situation is not unique. Like how dare you? And Lenny has said that he told Lisa multiple times about wanting a divorce and that like it, things were over and whatnot and mm -hmm. that this wasn't a surprise like Lisa tries to claim. And right. I didn't believe him, but I'm starting to believe him. Yeah. You know why? Because she don't listen. She doesn't listen. She hears what she wants to hear and she rewrites history constantly. So mm -hmm. now she has me on Lenny's side and I know he's a terrible human exactly. being. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, but then when Le Kiki gets up, it, it's okay, I don't, why, when you watch the scene, guys, like, go back and rewatch it, watch, um, there's a moment where Alexia, like, kind of just nods or something, like, there's just funny background stuff, so in this mm -hmm. case, Gertie, I couldn't keep my eyes off Gertie, because Gertie's up next to Kiki, she felt for Kiki, so yes. as Kiki's like, this is why I say you are entitled, Gertie's like, mm-hmm, yeah, she's, like, kind of <laughs> nodding, but yeah. then, but then Kiki goes, maybe what's happening with you and Lenny is karma, and Gertie's like, okay, no, 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 like, she's like, but too far, too far, but I feel like Gertie's like, but yes, but, but yes. prior to that, she totally was like, mm-hmm, yes, she was letting her stand up and say her shit, mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't mad about it because I she wasn't mad about it, say it, because she, she, she made her say that. She did. When she, she did. when she said that comment, the childhood like trauma stuff, you opened the gates for me to go down to the gutter and drag you for filth and say yep. the things that people are kind of already thinking. Mm -hmm. They she, like, sorry. Mm. Gloves are off, honey. Gloves are off. And Larsa, Larsa is probably like, well, I agree. Larsa, this is your friend, by the way. Also, I'm mad I'm watching Traders because I I know, don't you like her? Given me a soft spot for Larsa, and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. When when Larsa comes for Lisa, I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's that when she, because she's going to do some shit with Gertie at the reunion. You know she is. You know yeah. she's going to be like, Gertie, I'm sorry, I didn't believe you or something. Yeah. Like she's going to say something so horrible. Or like, never mind. God. But this is why, unfortunately, Larsa is a good 
a, like cast member for a reality right. show because she gives you all this shit and she is unapologetic about it. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely. I wouldn't want her off of the show because she is mm-hmm. giving. She's she's serving her purpose. I feel like that's what sometimes the fans need to understand. You can like not love a person, yep. but understand and respect their position. I, I love him now. He's like, hi. Oh, <laughs> we should do a show starring Penn. Penn. Well, he's you know he's named after a, a movie star. Which one? Sean Penn. Oh, he's named after Sean Penn. Yes, that's how I manipulated Sean into getting this dog. Oh, that's really yes. That shot. That's Sean's literal favorite actor. There is a framed picture of Sean Penn on our on our uh, dresser in our room. Wow. That's Sean's favorite actor. So I was like, hey, we could get a dog and we can name him Penn. That was really really good work right there. I know, right? Well done. He's <laughs> like, all right, fine. You're like, yeah, yeah. All right, well done, well done, Pia. Um, okay, that wraps us up. Guys, don't forget to follow Pia, Pia JV on all the platforms. I'll link everything in the description. And love ya. Mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to She's Speaking with Emily Hanks. This show is produced, hosted, and edited by me, Emily, and brought to you in partnership with Cloud10 Media. If you are looking for bonus content, check out the Patreon. The link is in the description. To show some support, you can hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Another free way to support the pod, please rate and or review on whatever platform you listen. It's free and it helps the algorithm or something. You could also head to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks and buy me a coffee or two. Make sure you're following me on all social medias. I am She's Speaking with Emily Hanks across all platforms, threads, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. That's it. Thank you guys. See you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.